internet friends, my name is Adam, and this is the Get Pipe Podcast, where we love to pipe. And today, as always, I am joined by my good friend, Nick, aka the producer guy. Nick, what's up, man? What's up? Adam, how are you? Dude, (laughs) I can see you. I know, it's weird. I mean, I feel like we need to... We need to get this on the YouTube eventually. Once I get a better camera. Maybe, maybe. Mm, no, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I think we should be in person. Oh, I agree. I think so, we need to get our, our pipe shop open. You know what I mean? Or like the, like the, was it the Pip's pancake pipe? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for everyone who's listening, we're, we're currently using the what is it, the video chat option on our recording software that we just haven't been doing until Jay came in on the last episode. And I don't know why we didn't, but it, I think it's what well, we never wanted to record just like the, the screens yeah. um, for like any purpose of, of YouTube or anything. And we have gotten some actual uh, inquiries about that. Some guys have wanted us to do that. The only reason why I don't want to do it is be, I don't, I'll be honest. I am selfish because i like i want i don't want the quality to be what it is so even if we had true like really good cameras i feel like yeah it's nothing will supplement just the two of us being face to face uh so maybe one day when we're in the same room we can get some really nice quality cameras and kind of do like the damn joe rogan experience or whatever that would be pretty cool but yeah That's yeah, so yeah, I mean, my biggest thing is like I don't want you to see my what's in my room. You know what I mean? I'm like looking at your background. <laughs> what's wrong with my background? Like, <laughs> look at your mirror. Yeah, the mirror sucks, but yeah, no, no, no. But like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, what's in the mirror is just like <laughs> it's just uh, it's piled. Just- <laughs> that's hilarious I, it's like the mirror's not too bad the background's pretty good i have this i have this uh brick in the background now there's like piles of laundry like <laughs> so so the camera is pointed towards of course me and my my setup and um i, cl- I cleaned the background like the full fo- the background of uh, of my uh, of me physically me but also in the back we have this closet and it's this this giant sliding uh, mirrored <laughs> slider and you can see the other side that the camera's not showing it's just a bunch of laundry from, that we've been folding oh, from the week and it's just, it's just and what's, what's yeah. funnier is last week while we we're prepping for Jay to come on Adam was like all right <laughs> let me just move everything <laughs> moves into that corner and I'm like I'm sitting there like. Dude, <laughs> he's like, what? <laughs> What's wrong? And I'm like, you can see everything. Like that I'm is like, hilarious. That's so yeah. yeah. So maybe, maybe when we have a nice studio. wood wood studio, yeah. you know, good, good desk, good good wood, just some good wood. <laughs> like two of these mics, just on like the yeah. things. The so you don't, things. yeah, you don't hear my ringing freaking mic stand thing which i need yeah, and then we're, we're smoking pipes yeah or, oh, yeah. yeah true drinking but, drinks and drinking drinks what did uh how was your week man 
or how's it been? Uh, it was pretty good. Uh, like the past week, uh, up to like from the last recording to now was, was pretty good. It was a little bit busy with work and this week shouldn't be as bad following week. We'll, we'll, to, we'll have to figure out our scheduling cause what? So when's this air? So if this airs Thursday, mm. that next week coming, I will be gone for Monday. I'll probably be back late Monday, but from Tuesday to, to Friday, I'll be out in the woods. Dang. Yeah, another another long week. But right. this past week's this past week's been good. This weekend's been really chill. Um, yeah, it's it's tough, man. Just because uh, there's so much I want to accomplish on the weekends. Oh yeah. Like emotionally and mentally, and then when I get there, I'm just I like sitting down and not doing things. You know what I mean? To be completely honest, I love yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, it's tough. That. It's tough because Dana's big into, you know, she's big into hiking and, and going out. And I have buddies who ski season's over, but would go, they would go snowboarding or skiing every single weekend without fail, which would require them to leave, you know, Tacoma at zero six zero five on Saturday. And I mean, it'd be a good time because they'd just be at a hotel or whatever, wherever they're staying and, and just slugging beers all day skiing all morning going into the afternoon night but yeah man it's just like it's just go 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 because then they get back sunday afternoon and you know there's no time to kind of decompress and and some people are like that but i'm not like that i mean do they have like significant others do they have get wifed or Um, like get girlfriend because like to be fair like that makes a big difference because honestly i'd rather spend time with the wife and the little man and just chill than you know, yeah, that's fair. Go out and do. Yeah, stuff. my my buddy Gavin does not. I'm just name dropping him hardcore. Yeah, I think he listens to him every now and then. Um, but uh, yeah, Gav does, and my buddy Mike has his girlfriend. But mm. um, well, G- Gav has a girlfriend who's in a different state. So gotcha. That, it, I was, that's the thing. If you're single, you're just chilling. It's like, what are we doing this yeah. weekend? Yeah, so you yeah. have a little bit more. You have a little bit more. I also want to say like emotional energy to to put out. Like I, I don't I, I focus my emotional energy towards my wife and I'm not a very emotional person, but like I don't have the uh, I couldn't just like nowadays yeah. I can just go crazy on the weekends. Mm. You know, yeah, you don't have the bandwidth. Her anyway. yeah. What's that? I said you don't have the bandwidth like exactly. Yeah. I'm like, damn. How- I mean, I, I feel that. But I, but like even at school, I was just like, I don't really want to like it wasn't really it's until our senior year. Yeah. It was well. <laughs> You don't really have that much. I mean, let's yeah. be honest. But, <laughs> but like, you know, it was one of those things where it's just like, I don't know, that scene didn't interest me. I was just always kind of like, I'd rather play a board game and, or like have some beers and, yeah, relax. I was same. I was always wanting to chill in my room. So I guess I don't yeah. change. But, but I always, I do say, if I was in, when, if I was single right now in the army, psh, dude, I would be doing, I'd be going to all the army schools. I'd be trying to do all the army stuff. I'd be doing all the infantry, definitely staying um, indefinitely as in when I like not, not like I'm trying to, yeah, it's whenever I'm like, man, I'm done now. But now I'm like, well, let's get out kind of soon. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But well, yeah, no, I agree. And I mean, it's like, I think you realize and like my wife's realized cause she's, she's in the Navy too. And like, well, obviously not the army, but Navy, same, same thing, same military. Ultimately, it's like, 
there's there's a there's a weird skill and like leadership gap going on. I don't know if you've experienced it as much, but like with her stuff, like there's just not that many good people there. And like that's not to say that that won't be the case in the civilian world. Like, mm-hmm. but it's it's just one of those things where there's a community and they just they're not the best because they don't have a really good mission. Whereas like you guys, like you're more combat arms training and, and doing yeah. stuff to to fight an enemy like hers is like well we gotta fix the ship to float <laughs> and yeah it's like, not, you, i mean and it, when you're not pressing a yeah the, the precipice of war it's like yeah and like not a you, lot of drive you could argue we're there but it's like it, it doesn't <laughs> really seem to be innate at least with the current precipice warfare with you know, Russia will say it's like that's not a naval war per se. Dude, war is so wild like these days because it's like there's for real. You just you just have an entire like world just being like, nah, I don't want to do that. Like, yeah, like no one is interested. No, and it, and it's not like people were in you know during World War Two, but there was just this collection of of you know, raising arms, but uh, <laughs> it's just like when, when like this offensive happened with, with Russia, this like initial invasion and like literally the entire world was just like, bro, what you guys serious right now? And I mean, like, yeah. like there's just this, <laughs> and it's a good thing for the world. I think it's just for a collective uh, question, huge question mark on, wait, you're right. doing war stuff right now. Like what? But. Well, it just it just goes to show that we've been living in this like odd time of sort of relative peace, at least among like super duper powers, right? Like, yeah, exactly. I mean, you look around the world; there's chaos always. There always will be. Yeah, but, I will say that before I even cut you, I will cut you off. That is coming from a a safe, you know, first world country. Like, I'm not blind to the fact. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's a lot of horrible yeah nations that are just constantly in gunfights you know what i mean like civilians so right outside of that but like generally you look at the amount of death in the world right now it's a lot less than it was say yes mid mid 19th century like 1940s oh yeah uh the last by the super duper millions (laughs) millions and like you know it's you have leaders like murdering millions of people yeah <laughs> that's that's no, literally. you don't see that too often i mean maybe there's some sketchy stuff going on that we don't know about but dang that's a weird 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 weird, weird an intro uh, to, to, to the to the pipe smoking <laughs> podcast huh <laughs> yeah yeah but what uh what you've been uh what you've been smoking man what you've been up to in the pipe scene yeah so i have been ripping up uh some burly. So I wrote the. We talked about it. I mm. think. Did we talk about it? I don't know. We we talk a lot. So yeah. There's the. Uh, I think so. Did we do it on the podcast? Maybe we talked. Anyway, it. I dropped a a pretty in depth review on the Bry report, and it's a it's an article. It's we're calling it Tin Investigation. Tin Investigation. Tin Investigation. Am I supposed to laugh? Tin, I don't I was, know. I was drinking no. water. I'm sorry. There you are. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so investigation, but with a T. Okay, so you gotta, you gotta <laughs> stop. 
<laughs> yes. Anyway, so uh, basically it's a series where I personally, I hate to say review, but I take an in-depth, an in-depth look at a, sp- a particular tobacco. In this case, it was Eight State Burley, which I, I sent Nick some. He smoked it. Had some not super positive reactions to it. And I'll be honest, I thought it was because... Yeah. I thought it was because you're you're a rookie uh, in your pipe smoking career, and that's that's completely okay. That's true. But then when I smoked it, dude, I had the exact same kind of reaction, and I was like, "Wait, what? Am I broken?" And yeah. I, I smoked <laughs> half the damn tin. So, but go, please go check it out. It's on a uh, Briar Report magazine. It's an online um, web source, and I'm sure we'll we'll put the the link in the show notes for this. Yeah, episode. yeah. But, um, I'll put it in the show notes. But I remember when. Okay, so I first smoked it. I had taken some out to dry and it was, I forgot about it. So it was like six days, five, six days later. And I was like, <laughs> eh. I'm glad you did. I mean, it's eh. good to, yeah. to learn. But then I was like, so I texted Adam. I was like, dude, it tastes like smoke. I think that's literally what I said. You did, word for word. And then, so then I tried it a couple days later. After I think you had tried it, you're like, what? Why did you leave it out for five days? You idiot. Or probably something else. But um, yeah, then I tried again, it tastes exactly like smoke. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm a rookie, so is what it is. But he was like, yeah, man, it tastes like smoke. <laughs> yeah, it tastes like smoke. Uh, yeah, no, it's funny because I uh, actually tried drying it out at one. I don't think I talked about it too much in the review, but I did try drying it out. And after like 20 minutes, this thing was damn near bone dry. So it must have been crumbling bone from yeah. an ancient era for you but yeah. uh it, it it did smoke a little bit better more dry but like i said man i don't know, go read the review it's pretty interesting anyway so i w- i'm and i like burley that's why i was so i was so spun up in my head i was like what is going on am i am i a real pipe smoker do i really like the things i think i like <laughs> like is this a lie what is this world and so i had been smoked at that uh pipe shop in polsbo uh, it was called the cargo hold I, I picked up some, uh, what was it called? Mac Baron Navy Flake. And that, that's that's one of their burlies from Mac Baron. It's phenomenal. I've been ripping that the past two weeks. Just, I'm all out. I think I, think I, I, think I smoked two ounces this, this past two weeks. You got to get the pounds, man. I know. Just like Jay, you got to get the, get the poundage. Dude, that's it's tough. So, so I, I, I mean, I do think there's some... There's there's an argument to be had to to increase a, you know, a, a seller to that size, but you know, even for my age, as in my the the time I've been smoking a pipe, like what six ish years, yeah, I still think it's too young. Like there's mm-hmm. just so many blends out there that I'm still I whenever I get tobacco to this day, I still get probably one to two ounces, and I just try everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, like with, yeah. with LJ Peretti, I'm still going through their blends and I'm going to start adding them to the tin investigation. But, you know, I've done, I always do one to two ounces of each and enti- every blend. And there's some that I'm like, man, this is it. This is delicious. This is the one. But it's like, uh, but there's know, so, many, right? so many. So many. So it's going to keep, you know? Yeah. If you, if you stop there, if you stop at your favorite, you're missing out on, you know, yeah. 100, 1,000 others. others that could be 10 times better. You just would never have known. Right. I mean, that's like if someone just drink, <laughs> well, th- we, we said we want to talk about coffee. It's like if someone, our parents, yeah, yeah. right, they just drank Folgers coffee for their whole life. And it's like they never had 
you know, like great instant coffee, right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> I know it was. Yeah. For for those of you who don't know, we got some crap for the instant coffee. It, was, it wasn't hate mail, but it, it was definitely not I love you mail. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone... Uh, the, the voices are heard. If you if yeah. you if you cringed to the fact to the fact of me saying, uh, f- what is it? Instant coffee is pretty yeah. good. You, your voice is heard, whether yeah. you wrote to me or not. I am hearing it right now right. in my ears. Yeah, but uh, all that to say, it's like there's so much more, and it's like not that. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Like, I I really liked how Jay was talking about. Like, he has the morning. Um, what is it? Escudo? Is that how you say it? Yeah, like, Escudo. That's a great thing. Yeah, like that is a ritualistic thing. I think that's awesome. Um, but I, I think even then he was talking about like he just buys a bunch of stuff, but just a lot of a bunch of stuff. Yeah, okay, know. yeah. He's <laughs> doing what I said, but he just gets all of it. Yeah, he just gets it all, which is which is funny. But yeah, he when he was talking about um that i was again the super new guy i'm like dang that is whack i'm still a week later like holy crap like hundreds of pounds i'm like i'm just thinking like my body weight in tobacco and i'm like holy crap like it's a lot of tobacco that's a lot of tobacco but yeah going kind of going back to the coffee thing he was talking about the nespresso and every picture he has in the morning, I'm like, God, that looks so good. A little foam. I know. We need to get one. See, we need to get one for our studio. Yes. Dude. Gosh. We, we have these big, big aspirations of yeah. the monetization question right now is, is still a question and it ha- there's very few leads, but yeah. ideally we'd love to, Nick and I would love to get to a, a point where we're generally in the same area, generally working at a place owned by us uh that <laughs> that has smoking allowed inside maybe for sale i don't know but True. uh that generates more revenue so we can just do that and smoke pipes do our podcast i can do youtube yeah. videos there i'll you know. do i don't know well i was shamed about doing beard oil so probably won't do that but that was so <laughs> <laughs> your reaction that you saying that right now is wicked funny <laughs> no but like maybe like a a, a men's slash women's yeah. like uh if you if any of you listen to some of the other pipe podcasts on the, the most recent pipes magazine with brian levine he uh and interviewed this one gentleman who's dude guy was like i think he's 83 been smoking a pipe since he was 16 17 mm. and a lot a lot of years under that man's belt and he was talking about how he's walking by this uh this storefront in in 1970 or something maybe the 60s i think at this point and there was a uh, a nice suited mannequin, and then there was a Stanwell pipe, nice Danish-looking, what well, is a Danish pipe, but a Danish-style pipe uh, leaning up against three tins of tobacco. And uh, apparently he had got a really crappy yellow bowl pipe, like probably year, a couple years prior. And so he kind of gave it up, but he's like, you know, that looks pretty cool. You know, and he was kind of taken in by that that men's aesthetic that used to be a thing and, and would be literally on a, a typical street you know, you right. just find pipes and tobacco. And uh, so he picked it up and, you know, obviously now he's got like thousands of pipes. But um, oh. yeah, yeah, thousands. But uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that, which is why he's being interviewed by 
Brock yeah. Hanley right now. That's but um, but like just that thought of like like in a storefront having a mannequin all dressed up, but like it's not for the clothes. Yeah, yeah, literally. It's so cool. <laughs> I know. I want to so, do that right now. You you want wait? I want to dress up in clothes and be a mannequin. <laughs> this is getting weird. <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, yeah, anyway, so maybe maybe something like that. Maybe we'll do an online version of that. Bring that back. I don't know. And then a real true. world version. I don't know. We're giving each other looks. I don't know. We're we're big. We're big idea guys. Big. Um, yeah. We. I think this is one of those big ideas, like this podcast, that we've actually like followed through with. Yes. And, oh, the, and that's not. The, can ahead. I tell him about the tankard? Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Like, I'll, I'll grab it. I'm. I'm not listening because okay. I'm gonna take my headphones off. But yeah. Re- re- Go ahead. <laughs> so we are big idea guys and Adam is a big mug guy and I'm a big mug guy too. Like we love our, our mugs and our tankards. So we Gosh, actually, we had a um, tankard for those who don't know what tankard is. Look it up. It's basically like a medieval looking big mug. Um, we wanted one, a legit one made out of wood, not one you got made like made from China that's like plastic or maybe it's wood or like, what is that one website? Um, uh, like Alibaba or whatever. No. Oh, we, we're not going to call out a company, are we? Yeah. Who cares? Do they What's listen? Yeah. No, the, uh, I don't remember the website. The, oh, Vi- the Viking horn guys. Viking I think it's horn like guys. Viking ale horns or something. Yeah. And then there's that. When we're looking up stuff, we're like, oh, let's like let's look up inspiration on Alibaba or whatever. Like literally the same exact ones that they say are made from the horn. All, we traveled the world to get yeah, these yeah, no, horns. They were literally we traveled to like yeah, like no. get these horns. Um, they're like what you did is horse horns. <laughs> yeah, you traveled to Alibaba and bought them on the internet. Yeah. So we tried to, and we legit legitimately had made. Adam has it. I think he should take a picture of this after and send it to me. Well, I mean, I have a picture of it from back in the day, but um, we had a real wooden tankard made from a company in America, and it was awesome. Like, it cost a few hundred bucks, I forget. For a prototype, So, but that included the CAD, that included, uh, like, the the production of the item, and it it was a prototype, so it wasn't going to be stained, it wasn't going to have the food-grade coating, but those were two pieces that could be incorporated later. We just wanted to see the guy. I mean, he was working generally good with us uh, initially yeah. saying, hey, man, like this is what it's going to generate what I'm thinking. Uh, what do you guys think? Like, yeah, like this is our plan. We want to sell a bunch of them and, yeah. you know, make so, it our, our company. And like the final email was like, oh, we can we can make 10 of these for I think he said at one hundred and twenty dollars. He did. So yep. so I'm like, oh, so 10, 12 dollars each. Like, no big deal. That's but then, but then it, and then the question, yeah, the question was like, okay, but now how much is that going to increase once we get the food grade coating and right. the stain? So that's what we were a little worried about because like it is a yeah. pretty not great return, but it's doable. It is workable. Yeah. So even if that doubled, so even if that went to like $20 with the stain, we would probably sell them for like 55, 60 bucks because it's like real wood. It, it's made- quality. Like I'm holding it right now. It weighs probably half a pound, like maybe yeah. a little bit less. So it's uh, legit. It's it's awesome, man. Again, so you look we, at the photo. Yeah. So we email them and they're like, oh, no, 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 no. Each one to make is $120. We can make 10 for you. And Adam and I were like, 
How how is that what? even po- how is that even possible? $120 for one? So I called the guy. I'm like, whoa, whoa, I need to clear this up. He's like, he literally laughed me off the phone. It was like, yeah, oh man, you need to go to gosh. China for that. I was like, oh, dude, I was cursing so much. It was ridiculous. But dude, yeah. yeah. Like there's like a fire. Dude, we need to talk <laughs> about the story every time we have like a business proposal. Oh, no. we, need to, we need to run through a wall with it because that that is what keeps that is what will keep me going is that guy Anchored. laughing at us saying, Yeah, you can't get something like this for under $120. An un- unfinished product. Yeah, like not even. Un- <laughs> and, he said, and then he backed out of it. He's like, yeah, like I couldn't do the food grade thing. you know. And he knew we were trying to sell like 500, like with an initial order. Yeah. Comes at us with 10. At, yeah. In, oh my, dude, infuriating. So, so even the unfinished product, like I, I filled it with a, I think we filled it with water or something. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie. I probably put Guinness in here. Um, <laughs> but it was leaking right out the bottom. And there's no. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yeah, but there's no. Like, you can't tell. You know, so yeah. so it, it just shows that it's not complete. Yeah, so yeah. it's like $120 for no one's gonna spend more than no, because we would need to sell that for like ask, but yeah. We would need to sell that for like three hundred to be yeah. like <laughs> ridiculous. Anyway, ridiculous. What was, that this, what was his name? I hate him. Was I hate uh wasn't it Jerry? Jerry, it was Jerry. Wasn't it Jerry? <laughs> it was Jerry. Because we're like, F you, Jerry. Yeah. I I reserve the word hate for people to like, right now I think I'm at two. Jerry's one of them. And another one's another J name, but no way he's listening, but I hate that guy too. Do I know that person? You've definitely heard me. His name's Justin. It's it's a long story, but okay, maybe maybe an episode 100, I'll I'll tell you that. There you go. But all that to say, we're big idea guys. We're looking forward to when Adam comes to the East Coast and we can get our uh, get our shop or whatever studio. Dude, but, imagine we definitely start <laughs> with the studio. Anyway, okay, okay, okay. We're not going to do some business plan. Anyway, anyways. Well, our introduction to chatting was talking about war and you know, the 1940s and and all that stuff. So as you could probably see from the uh, title of this podcast, we're doing, uh, we're doing a little smoke lore today. And we, we received a letter from none other than General Douglas MacArthur. I uh, I got this letter in the other day. Um, uh, it, was, it was pretty crazy. It was addressed to you. Uh, to it was, it's kind of weird um, how it was addressed, but anyways, for those of you who do, for those of you who don't know, Smoke Lore is our series where we receive a letter from a fictional or real life character from past or present or maybe future. Um, yeah. And basically they write into Adam, um, you know, kind of talking about their situation a little bit and ultimately asking him a puzzling question that he, he must think about and, and 
dwell on for about three seconds because then he has to give us an answer. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, so today's letter is from uh, again none other than General Douglas MacArthur. So, do you have anything else to say before I read the wonderful letter? Uh, yeah. So. Uh, Smoke Lore is uh, a really fun one for us. Uh, and our first one was who we hit, Sitting Bull. That was a, that was a really, really fun one. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited to see what uh, Mr. What, Sir, what do I call it? Sir. Do you know five-star um, generals, they never retire? Interesting. Like they are just, they're considered, like even when they're out, they're still considered a five-star general and they still receive hmm. 100% of their paycheck. Whereas if you retire, you Dang. it's what fifty percent, sixty or whatever it is, a five star will receive all of it. So yeah, so sir, uh, hi. All right, <laughs> I, I will do my best to to read this properly. Captain piped. It is rare for a general like me to correspond with someone of your rank, but these pressing times call for extraordinary measures. We are on the brink of recapturing the Philippines from the Japanese. I vowed to return in March of 1942, and now, in September of 1944, I am days away from fulfilling this promise. I have had much on my mind as of late, in particular things that should not warrant an ounce of my thinking. I was asked many, many times to be on the Republican ballot for the presidential election this fall of 1944. As my mind wandered to what it would be like to be in such a powerful position, I remember lighting my cob pipe and thinking about the promise I made to the people of the Philippines. I could not leave them. I shall return. In the meantime, though, I have been able to listen to your weekly radio show. For some reason, you call it a podcast. I don't know why. That sounds kind of stupid. Regardless, Adam, if I may call you that, you have talked many times about training in the world's greatest army. I am curious. What has been your most memorable pipe experience while training? Well, I, I look forward to hearing your answers on your weekly show. Don't disappoint me, or you're fired. Most sincerely, Douglas MacArthur. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, ah. Uh. That was good. I like that a lot. Um, well, it's, it's, it's funny because in the military, every commissioned officer is sir, right? So as a second lieutenant, I was sir. First lieutenant, sir. Now I'm captain and it's sir. But like... You're captain, sir. It, like nothing <laughs> changed. Like, no, like in terms of referring to me, like nothing changed. But when... And when I see, when I see uh, my lieutenant colonel uh, the battalion commander you know it's sir and i'm like a little bit more respectful right, right. like naturally when then when i was speaking to uh, my commander it, like like and, and that's not a disrespect towards my my current commander but it's just like this guy's obviously a little bit higher position and then when right. you're talking to that guy's boss you know he's a colonel now you're saying sir but like more harder it's like it's like yes sir and you're like standing up a little bit straighter and then when a general's talking to you, it's you, it's still sir, but like you're just like, what's how up, do I, how do I, <laughs> I'm like, how do I say, how do I sir you even harder? <laughs> I mean, I feel it like doesn't. That, that sounds what? that sounds weird. How do I sir you even harder? It's like, 
I just feel like I should always be at attention. Like, <laughs> you know, that scene okay, from, stand uh, up, stand up. <laughs> What's that scene from freaking, uh, Oh, the, the men in black, the original <laughs> where they're, they're, they got like the, like the Navy seal. They got like the West point grad. They got the, uh, um, some FBI guy, I think. And then they have like Will Smith, like the, the city street beat cop. And, <laughs> Uh, there's some there's some dude in like a, a like a men in black kind of looking guy is like uh, he's like you guys know why you're here and it's just like the four of them and then the West Point like graduate top of the class or whatever is like sir we're trying to be the best the best the best sir <laughs> <laughs> and then Will Smith's just sitting in the back like we're trying to be the best the best the best sir <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh man Anyway, that that's kind of how I feel when I talk to generals. But um, anyway, anyway, so sir, General Sir Douglas MacArthur, Sir Sir General Douglas MacArthur, five star. Um, wow. Please don't fire me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah, in terms of we all know General MacArthur is the pipe smoking general. Uh, a lot of you had General MacArthur moving towards the um, the damn near end of uh, our Legends of the Pipe absolute iconic you know individual in 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 history and in american history uh known for that massive corn sized known for that massive corn cob sized uh corn cob sized what am i trying to say here big the massive sized corn cob corn cob pipe, pipe. There, we there we go yeah and um yeah we'll we'll touch on that in a bit but uh for for sir for me i'll, I'll break it up into three pieces so my most often experience with with pipe smoking in the military during training uh is is just in the field so of course when we when we go out there a lot of times as a as a platoon leader i'm evaluating uh evaluating teams evaluating evaluating teams and and certifying teams and then i kind of i'll walk through with my squads even though my my boss certifies uh, the squads but i'm always there to kind of evaluate and and push my platoon forward when i'm being evaluated when, when we're doing Full on platoon training. I'm not gonna be smoking my pipe because then it's like hashtag super serious. But um, yeah, when when we're actually just uh, walking through, seeing the the uh, the dudes go through, I'll I'll have my pipe out and on a field training. Well, I guess at like NTC and YTC, I was being evaluated and I was ripping my pipe every chance I got. But you know more than that. But for the most part, like any time I'm outside at work, I'm smoking my pipe, and I do. It makes me it makes me really miss the days that I would have never experienced, but like when, <laughs> when officers would just be in their offices, you know, smoking their pipes, you know, while they, while they get stuff done. Cause, cause the officer title is I'm in an office a lot. I am doing a lot of, you know, admin paperwork sure. and, you know, just man. And I, and I'm lit. We, we call my office the cage cause it's just surrounded by, <laughs> it's literally just metal, metal <laughs> cage that, that open sliding door into the, into the, the room so so inside the cage i wish i just could smoke my pipe i'm like this is not a nice building <laughs> let me to smoke my pipe this is sad uh, it would be so bad I'm, morale would be a million but yeah so whenever we're doing a any kind of general evaluations which is which is quite often of course because we are infantry uh, i'm all i always got a different field pipe out there you know we this past what two weeks ago we were in the field and i was just ripping up some uh i was actually smoking a lot of eight state early trying to get get that review moving forward and oof um yeah it didn't didn't work out super well but 
brought, I brought some other. I normally have like a little pouch on my chest. It, it's a it's called an admin pouch, and most soldiers, most officers, or you know, higher NCOs will have you know important like graphics, GRG, uh, important graphics, and you know, map stuff, information, timing stuff that radio key calls and and whatnot. Just a bunch of bunch of nerd stuff to be completely honest. I have a little one down here on my kind of toward my what's over here kidney um no kidneys are back here what is I this think, uh, i think i got my gallbladder taken out over there <laughs> okay by the gallbladder <laughs> i have my, my i have a couple uh scars over on that side i don't know okay well somewhere down in the front i on right. my on my kit i have a, a little admin pouch with all my important stuff but on my chest, I just have like this little bag and I zip it, zip it open, it's like zip, zip, look, pull it out. And then there's just a bunch of pipe tobacco and pipes in there. <laughs> so, um, but uh, yeah, that thing gets a lot of reps in the field. But yeah, I'd say that's most often. It's just it's just us going through and, um, you know, kind of like kind of kind of keeps me going, keeps me moving forward. It's something to do, of course. And I'm, of course, enjoying the tobacco while my while we're out there all just getting rained on or whatnot. And it's just kind of gets you. Keeps you a little bit drier, keeps you a little bit warmer, um, but at least at least emotionally. And the next one, I'd say the best feeling, the best feeling I have with the, the pipe smoking experience in regard to training is actually not quite in training. It's after a very prolonged event. So whether it's uh, NTC, which is a 30, 30 to 35 day rotation in California, which we came back from. Uh, we talked about that a couple months ago. And uh, another one is YTC. It's the Yakima Training Center. That's one specific to Washington State. Uh, that's a normally a 10 to 14, sometimes 30-day rotation. And, and you're still in Washington, but you're, you're away from home for, for a long time. And most part, you're not showering for uh, the, the majority of these days. You're just not un- in a building. You know, you're just sleeping out under the stars every day. And uh, those, are, those are really tough. They're, they're tough emotionally, mentally. Um, Physically, of course, because you're you're rucking around all day with, with a lot of heavy weight and equipment, and you just want to go home. <laughs> to be completely honest, and uh, yeah, the the best times are are when the when you're having those really rough tra- training cycles, and then you finish. And I get into my damn car, turn that MF on, and head home. And I light up the biggest, fattest pipe, and I have the windows all the way up. And I'm just, what's it called when? weed smokers smoke inside their car and what's that called like hot boxing hot box <laughs> sorry I was, i'm such a i'm such a boomer. dude you live in washington bro you should know that you i know, know the lingo <laughs> I, I like i'm pretty much hot boxing my pipe smoke just because i'm ha- i don't know it doesn't not like that gives me anything extra yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, it's just cool and i'm excited You're just like I'm like blasting music because I haven't listened to music in probably the 30 days. I have a video. What do you, what do you listen to? Avril Lavigne? Because like you've sent me. Was it? You've sent me videos. It was. It was. <laughs> <laughs> like you sent me a video in the background is like Avril. Or no, you sent me. What did you say? It was like music things. I, I was sending you a video of me smoking or something or a pipe or. Yeah. I was just trying to show you something. It wasn't like a yeah, yeah. You're just- I think it was like, hey, try this blend or whatever. And in the back, he, he's just like, "What is this music, bro?" It's like <laughs> Avril Lavigne, punk, just like getting after it. Yeah, yeah. So, so honestly, she's coming to she's coming to Washington July twenty second. I'm trying to go, but um, true. 
No, man, I, I actually will try to something upbeat. So yeah, so like it's kind of like that pop punky music or some pop like uh, churches. Have you ever heard of churches? It's churches Maybe. with a V. They're they're she's it's a little indie group. They're very popular. Is that the one that came to you where you went to the show? No. Recently. Recently? No, no, no. That that was a punk oh. show. That was a oh. sincere engineer. Which That's I like right. too. That's yeah. Right. But uh anyway, it, it's like a very upbeat music. Um but yeah, my my field music and then I have I'll have a shower beer. So it's like I, I, I smoke my pipe. <laughs> And and it's funny after NTC, the pipe I smoked was the was the MacArthur's uh, five star corn cob. That's right. Yeah, man. yeah. No, no kidding. Like this is not planned. This is just that's just what happened. And uh, I loaded that damn thing up. Was blasting some music. I'm singing on the way home. Just having the time of my life. That is by far the best. The best experience is, is when I'm coming home mm. from a really tough thing. And and when I was in Fort Benning in Georgia. Now, there weren't a lot of 30 to 10 day rotations, but there was many five days. So you'd come out, you'd go out to work at 5, 6 a.m. On, on Monday, and then you'd be in the field until you got home at 6, 7, 8, probably 7, 8 p.m. on a Friday, sometimes mm-hmm. even later. So in that, in that entire week, you're just getting absolutely rained on, sweating out your all orifices, just absolutely miserable the, the the banana spiders the size of your damn face very miserable so whoa 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 wait start what i didn't know that yeah. was a thing yeah it rains all the time wait banana spiders what are you talking about uh, I, was, I was joking yeah 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 you ever heard? <laughs> that went right over my head yeah yeah it went right over yeah yeah uh oh, no no so there are there are banana spiders in there uh, so we're talking like if you if you put your Okay, if you put your, it's about the size of your hand, a big one, like a massive one would be that size, fully extended. Now, Would you eat it if you caught one? No, but I'll explain in a second. So okay. there, that, that's, that's very unlikely to find one that big. And I say that the body of it is small, but it just has massive mm, legs. Okay. It's not like the width of your damn hand. It's just, but it's, if it were to like be fully extended, it would right. be probably the size of your hand. <sighs> that said, that's not the worst part about them. It's their web, dude. It's like a damn guitar string. So thick. What? So thick. Like you can't just, you almost need to like get like a, a knife and like cut it when you're walking through. And well, they if you come to my wedding, you would have gotten a machete. So. Sorry, I was at Ranger School. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Myself right. in this country. Getting Ranger qualified. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, no. Worth, dude, worth it. Uh, I was super sad. I remember that day. I know. I remember that day. I had just gone to Florida and I was like, wow, my best friend's getting married. Dang. I'm sitting here. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring up that. (laughs) This is a little war story. Uh, (laughs) But uh, yeah, anyway, so yeah, when you're in the woods, man, dude, you just be eating them. You just get, it would feel like the guitar string rope, just like, and you can't get it off. And you're like, it's probably on my face or neck or back. (sighs) Yeah. And they were everywhere. Anyway, very miserable. But when you get out of the field, it was pipe time. And I'm, I would crush two uh, two Reese's big cups. I'd have them on lock, uh, ready ready to go in my car, or, or I'd pick them up a Gatorade Zero, crush the big cups, crush some Gatorade, smoke my pipe, drive home, blasting probably churches. Then I get home, True. shower beer, first shower in like five six days, definitely a Guinness. Music's still playing. Yeah, it's a good time. So 
That's the best feeling. Dude, heck yeah. So what's the last one? I feel like there's one more. <laughs> there is you just one. leave that. You just, you just like. I did. I was, <laughs> I was doing a lot of talk. I don't know. I was hoping you'd ask me. <laughs> okay. So. Oh, oh. Um, what's your uh, hashtag? Let me look at this. What is your hashtag deepest moment? <laughs> I don't know how to like. I, that's no, no, I, but like, because I, I guess ultimately, like, the the question from MacArthur was like, "What's your most memorable experience?" And like, you know, you have your most often. You're you doing it while training, and your best feeling because you were talking about like the best feeling, like coming yeah, home. Oh, yeah. But like, do you have one singular experience if you remember that was yes. like the best? So I guess that's kind of where the you know the deep hashtag deepest comes in yeah so i initially when we first started recording i think we talked about a pretty awesome event at, at ytc uh where or maybe it wasn't ytc i don't i don't know where it was i think it was just regular training here in washington but you know where i i had my pipe i was i was doing something with my my soldiers being about i was being evaluated but i had time to kind of break off or something and i think i smoked a, a pipe and it kind of like was that nice grounding, you know, smoke that, mm. you know, like mm-hmm. the, the contemplative pipe smoker, you know, yearns for that used to be, a, and, and you can go back and fi- find that one. But since then there's been an even more impactful event and it was at uh, NTC. Mm. So again, it's in California. It's this uh, big simulation training event. Uh, it costs like a unit 50 million plus dollars to, to get there um, and go through the entirety of the training. So it's a very, very high risk high payoff normally normally there's only one to three deaths every single training cycle um, crap. yeah and, and that's obviously not intended it's it's by accidents it's rollovers of of late night driving or or whatnot but because it's just it's just a go 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 kind of thing for that 30 days but there's a very specific two-week period where you're just getting after it and um, the culminating event there is called uh it's a city it's, you're trying to take the city called rajish 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 r-a-z-i-s-h rajish uh the branding for uh ntc is still very uh middle eastern based mm. since we've been yes. doing that for a long time uh, I'm, i was to talk about them I'm, I'm excited i'm curious to see if it ends up changing to maybe some chinese or russian i don't know but as of right now, it's Jing, kind of all Jingjing. What is the what's that province where they're committing a genocide? Jing, she, she, I'm gonna butcher it. I don't know it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. Jingjing. I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. That sounded probably not right, but it sounds fake. It sounds like like a movie. Sounds like you just combined several town places provinces <laughs> and, and major anyway so so it, again it is the desert so it makes sense but uh anyway so rajish is this massive complex man like uh and you and you essentially you're you're trying to take this city back from the the uh the op four the opposing force the enemy and and you're shooting what's called a blank round so there's no actual projectile but you have like this uh uh this like system that 
there's a laser on your weapon. There's a laser uh, receptor on your helmet, on your body, and this whole thing where if you shoot, uh, when you shoot this blank round, it is a, a round, but there's no uh, projectile, but there's a little bit of you know powder in there to make it kind of pop your weapon. The laser detects that, and then it shoots the laser just straight. So if there's a leaf in the way, you're you're safe. But you know it's it's yeah, it's a very expensive thing for not the best product, but it's what it's what we're working with. So so it it does its job. It's called like the miles system. So, uh, but basically, you're going into the city and you're trying to take it back from uh from the enemy or or to try to claim it. And it this requires an entire brigade, and and that's made up of you know four thousand soldiers. You know what I mean? Like it's a huge huge push uh and and it's not like well i'm being evaluated i'm just a i'm just a freaking pawn at this point like my whole platoon my whole company right. for the most part is a pawn you know it's very big uh like colonels and lieutenant colonels planning with a, a general oversight uh to, to do this anyway so my company was tasked with taking like a pretty significant piece it was probably like we had to, we had to hold four buildings in the south uh, and, and the intent there was once we fought up to those four um, in, in zone three, I remember, and there's like eight or eight or nine zones of just like 40, 50 buildings. So we had to, we had to secure the northern part of the southern zone in order to allow the next battalion, the next unit to push up and take the, uh, the center of the city. Uh, so we had a huge, huge piece because if we weren't there, that follow on unit would not be able to go. Uh, and so that was just my company. And I remember... I, my platoon was the first to go in and my commander, uh, you know, he looks at me and he's like, he's like, all right, Adam, uh, you know, you know what you need to do. You know what buildings we need to have in the end. I just need you to make it happen. And I was like, gosh, okay, <laughs> we'll see what happens. And there was already fighting in the city. And like, we had to link up with some other units who were getting absolutely thrashed. And it's one of those things that once your miles system goes off, there's no like, oh, I'm not dead. It's not laser tag. Like, oh no, I'm still going. Like, there's a there's an OC. There, uh, OCs are the 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 stations evaluators, and they'll just like they'll mark you dead, and then you have to like get escorted out, um, like tactically because yeah. now all the medics do their piece. But anyway, so the, their their unit was getting slapped, and um, <laughs> the plan was I would come in, take the first few, and then kind of uh catapult the next platoon there's three platoons in a company catapult the next platoon and then that final platoon which would be i think third platoon so it's going to go order movement was two one three and i'm second platoon so um he was like he's like adam once you reach what whatever point you culminate meaning you can no longer you have no longer combat power to move forward send in that next uh, platoon behind you and we're all in this company radio system and uh dude i was slapping the enemy just straight up front hand <laughs> backhanding the entirety of this enemy so i i i go in i take my first few buildings i link up with another unit who their commander you know i'm a lieutenant at the time their commander a captain gave them like no guidance and so that this is a whole separate unit within our brigade so i don't even not not even like this is a different battalion that was the key piece so it's not in our my battalion which is made up of three companies and this is going to get really kind of mumbo jumbo to listeners but just basically think of it like if you work for apple this is uh you know someone you get apart from but it's not apple like you're, you're it's you're, you're working with some other, some other guys like samsung for your apple yeah, phone it, yeah so i mean essentially like if there's a samsung piece which there probably is to be completely honest um anyway so i was just like all right dude 
uh, here, take this radio code and this is our radio, um, our, our net. So I was like, jump on mine and then we'll, uh, we'll talk via our radios, my radio call. And so this guy jumps onto our net and he's like, uh, Hey, two, six, this is a uh, rock six ro- or rock one, six. So we're, my company's call sign was Blackhawk and he's rock. Mm-hmm. So rock one, six, first platoon, uh, platoon leader. He's like, hey, so we're at this building. We have like these little, it's called a GRG and, and it's a reference where you can see all the buildings and they're all numbered. So this is where the officers do officer shit. So I'm holding this little like notebook of just all these buildings uh, arrayed, the entire city. I'm like, okay, we're in building, currently in building 102, 103, and 109. We need to get to building like 301, 302, and 303. I was like, you guys, I started giving orders, man. <laughs> like to another guy in my rank. I was like, all right, dude. <laughs> fight to the north or excuse me to the east you take these buildings it was like 212 213 214 and then just push east and and we still do it like tactically like we can't just like all go out and shoot each other because our own bullets will hit each other i was like we won't fire any more north or east um than this building and i was just i was just moving chess pieces man and when it came to when my platoon started to it kind of culminate and like we were we were taking a lot of casualties I was able to secure this one building that none of the other past units could get to because um, they had like a bunch of C wire. I literally just had one of my, bi- this is no kidding. C wire is like this, uh, like the almost like barbed wire, but concertina wires, this big metal loops of just razor blades essentially. And there was this like one central command post building in the center, which if we were to take that, I'd be able to like really maneuver all of the troops and, but again, it was just covered in, in sea wire. So what I did was I grabbed my biggest soldier. This guy was huge. Uh, Specialist Hudson. This guy's a massive dude. Um, and uh, I just had him lay down on the damn thing. Or I, I, it might not be Hudson, but I had, to, I had to do to lay down on it. Because we have, we have body armor. So I was like, right. dude, just, just kind of like shrug your shoulders <laughs> to protect your neck. And then like just lay down on it. Anyway, it's, it's called a, it's like a body breach. So wait, this is a real thing. This is real. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't know. No. Well, it, 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 was it something I did? Yes. Is it something that? <laughs> <laughs> so people make jokes about it all the time. It's one of those things. But I was like, well, I have no, I have no wire cutters. We have no explosives to blow it up. So I was like, does anybody have like a Gerber or something that we can cut this? Um, They're like, nope. And I was like, okay. All right, dude, you big guy lay down. Big guy. We're going to jump over you essentially. So he pulls down most of it laying on it and we were able to secure this building and and from there, man, I just absolutely owned the entire South position. And, and there was a point where we were starting to get a lot of pushback from these the, the last few buildings that we needed to take. And dude, there I go. I open up my pouch and I pull out. I don't remember what kind of pipe it was. I think it was probably a Morgan Bones or something. And it was already pre-packed. I was ready to go. <laughs> I, I put that pipe in, light that up. And it's not, look, this is all under nightfall. So we have our night vision goggles. Everything's just like a green <laughs> color. So you just see like in the night vision, the smoke emitting from my pipe um, smells delicious. And I'm like just outside of this building, you know, I'm still undercover, but I'm just looking at my, uh, my, my reference book, smoking my pipe. And dude, I just, I essentially became, I essentially did my boss's job. I did. I did the, I was the ground force commander and I was just, Dang. I was ripping my, pl- the, the other platoons around. Like, Front hand, back hand. Yeah, I was like, Gavin, you guys are going to take this building, this building, this building, send your guys here. I was like, we'll suppress these buildings. You know, you smoke, pop smoke on this corner. 
uh, throw fragmentation, uh, throw fragmentation grenade in this building at this window. Uh, dude, it was sick. And there was a point where up until this point, like my whole platoon leadership has been a lot of lessons learned. Um, I didn't have the, uh, mentor figure of a, a platoon sergeant, the same, uh, the rank with they're supposed to be. It's a normally a sergeant first class. Mine was a, a staff sergeant. So a junior uh, NCO at the time. And, and we just had a lot of problems, man. And and he actually wasn't even there for, for NTC. He was, he's PCSing. He was moving to Germany. So he got out of that, that little deployment. And then the backup guy was having a kid. So I had to use like my third, fourth place, you know, in, in secession of command. It's like, they're, they're very capable in their job, but not two levels up kind of, kind of deal. Um, so there, there was just a lot of stresses, but it, once we got to this point, man, like, all the pieces in for me as, as a platoon leader came together as an infantry officer and dude, just, I had my pipe smoking. I was zeroed in like before I was very, I used to be kind of timid with, you know, requesting to the commander for, Hey, sir, can we, can we do this, this, and this, um, does this make sense? But I was like, pretty much, I was just like, it. I'm just going to make, I'm just going to make decisions. I'm the commander now. And, and, and it, it was it was just awesome, man. I'm and the commander now. Yeah, he, he, the because the commander's in the rear, and he would just pop up on the radio, and he'd be like, he'd be like, right. two six, uh, what is a uh, status? I'm like, all right, we're at this building, this building, this building. We're about to take this, this, this. Uh, wait, like one, uh, one four minutes, and we'll have this building, this building, this building. Fourteen minutes go by, and like on cue, dude, I like call up. I'm like, this building, this building, this building secured, and like we, I basically. Hey. It was badass, man, and, and and of course, like my dudes were loving. Is like, is they're like, is that is the, the other unit was like, is that a platoon leader just ripping a pipe right now in the middle of combat? <laughs> I was like, hell yeah, it is. And, uh, so it, it ended up working out well, man. We I was able to, you know, pave the way for you know the securement of that city and uh, my my. Did you get any? Uh, did you get any awards? Like, did you get any combat awards? Congrats. Congressional, <laughs> honor. congressional no. medal of. armor no no so i did i was called each uh company or battalion or whatever each company has what's called a hero of the battle um and it's a it is did did you get the hero yeah i got the hero of the battle (laughs) oh congrats hey everyone send adam congratulations for getting do not hero of the battle actually you know what you should do what's the number for your command can i <laughs> can I look that up and have everyone call in and be like, "Hey, can can you just give congrats to Adam, uh, Captain, <laughs> Captain Adam, Adam Floyd, <laughs> for Hero of the Battle?" No, man, that's awesome. And it's one of those things where, like, if MacArthur, I mean, it's training. I get it, but it's like you train how you fight, right? Like. You know, you see Russia right now, they're they're failing at all this stuff because maybe they thought they were training well, mm-hmm. but like 100%. so I, I think MacArthur would be proud. I really do. I think so too. I, I think when he hears it next week, sir. Yeah. He's yeah, like, yeah. you know what, maybe I won't fire him. Maybe I won't fire him. But but all this to say, uh, MacArthur has left a huge legacy on the pipe smoking community for sure. And especially the Cobbs and the uh, Missouri Meerschaum, like there's, <laughs> you were telling me about the the story of him sending in 
was it the specs for his yes yeah, the five star Maddox the blueprints for uh, yeah. The, yeah so uh and we'll, we'll touch on that so the the Missouri Meerschaum MacArthur five star of course it's the massive corn cob pipe that he's smoking yeah. that was from Missouri Meerschaum and uh, it was not a product on the market but MacArthur being a, a huge pipe smoker had requested he wrote into them as a general uh, I don't know if it was if it was five star days or or whatnot but uh, I believe it was, and, and he, he writes, yeah. in, he's like, hey guys, this is what I'm thinking. Um, this general shape, um, this long, this big, very commanding type of pipe. And uh, they they worked with him, and they developed that uh, that pipe, and they sent him, I think, boxes of them uh, for just him. And uh, eventually, when the war uh, kind of finished, and and you know he was no longer in the, the spotlight as a as a five star general, you know the 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 fan the pipe smoking fans were all you know right. bombarding Missouri Meerschaum with a request <laughs> for them to reduce to to produce this pipe yeah. and then they're like you know what we should and and we're, we will do it in honor of um, right. General MacArthur and it is rightfully called the the General MacArthur uh, five star corn cob pipe right and like it was because he was fired <laughs> he was fired by yeah. Truman um, in fifty one. I forget something like that. Yeah, but I want to I want to read the letter. This he sent this letter March of 1959. It's like looking at a copy and it's it's <laughs> I just love it. All right. Dear Vice President Otto, thank you so much for sending me the pipes. It was thoughtful and generous of you and I deeply appreciate it. With the passage of time, I find each year brings increased enjoyment and satisfaction from my corncob pipe. With best wishes, most sincerely, Douglas MacArthur. And it's like so simple. And we were talking before when we were looking at this, like this 1 million percent took him about 40 or 50 minutes to write. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Dang it. <laughs> Dang it. New one. <laughs> yeah, take it off. Did they have whiteout back then? I don't know. But, you know, it, it, it goes to show like, you know, the legacy that, that he's had, you know, whether yeah, he knows it today, writing uh, his letter to you, you know what I mean? Absolutely. No, he, he like, like this letter was like his kind of his final thank you to, uh, to the company, you know, just for the, the decades of just shipping him absolute massive boxes over to, uh, to him in times of war and, and, and we'll have this included in the show notes, but I just want to touch on one one quick piece. It says, in March of 1959, the letter to Missouri Meerschaum owner Carl Otto, um, MacArthur stated, with the passage of time, I find each year brings the increasing enjoyment of the corncob pipes. And, uh, you know, it's just a, a really nice thank you. And then uh, Rebecca, I think this is like a a daughter, an intern, another owner. I'm not quite sure. Read the, read the whole thing. But it says, uh, the original letter still whiffs of seasoned pipe tobacco. So, uh, I, I, okay, so Rebecca's probably a current woman of chart. I'm not quite sure, but it, really, really interesting, man, that like this guy just, it wasn't for the the look, you know, he just was a, a true and true pipe smoker. You know, right. always that massive pipe smoking, that massive pipe smoking out of his mouth and he'd always have his hands in his, his butt pockets of uh, his freaking, his, his dress uniform. And just an absolute, <laughs> just a, just a commander, man. This right. is like the definition of just a commander. Yeah. And like he had, he had some weird parts in his history. If you look up 
if you like read the wiki on him there's some like eh, that's a little weird but to be fair he seemed like that dude like throughout getting to the general years like, yeah he, he was on top of on top of everything which was which was cool but yeah man that was that was an awesome letter thank you uh general sir mr douglas macarthur we look forward to your feedback um after this week's radio show better way to introduce yeah. over under like like maybe like a little bit of it is now time for over under sometimes proper and sometimes proper <laughs> maybe not i don't know we gotta come up with something like gary where are you yeah gary gary come help help us like i don't know i feel like it's got to be spoken though or, or it could be it I don't know, Gary. Where's Ballcock, Gary? <laughs> yeah, I, don't know, I don't know. I don't know. No, I feel that. Instead, it's music. Like it's like music. Maybe music still happens, and then yeah, it is. T- I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Dun 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 Why with Barracuda? Throwback. okay Uh, a little star power in there yeah all right so this week on over under um (laughs) 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 so we got three over under topics for today um they are all again from the amazing and awesome discord that is in the show notes so feel free to check that out join the discord ask questions and the first one today is actually from gary we're actually just talking about gary um he is bc gary Uh, i guess adam already said he's he's, we'll just leave it at bc gary you can ask him if if you want to know what that means but his suggestion or question was on falcon pipes and all i can think about is falcon punch falcon pipes (laughs) pipes <laughs> should hire me <laughs> no they should uh, no they should not falcon pipes um i i don't really know <laughs> i don't know man i guess i'll go properly rated they're they're mm. there's a huge cult following for them i think that aspect I think it's cool. I mean, if you're super into the Falcon pipes, Falcon pipes are the ones with the, uh, it's typically like a metal, almost like a, not even going to lie, like a crack rock spoon <laughs> to, to be completely crack, crack rock spoon. Uh, but, uh, oh, and then, okay. then you have the bowl that twists yeah. on. So this is, this is one of my very first from Georgia, one of my first, uh, field training pipes. 
and I love it for that reason. So you can take off the bowl. It like has it's a threaded bowl, um, and, and it's it's really cool, man. And it doesn't get super hot on the bottom. The the metal's fine, and you can change out the bowls. I think that aspect is a little uh, a little gimmicky in, in my in my like I have two bowls, and that's I don't plan on getting any others. Um, but you know, maybe maybe I'll find a cool mm-hmm. one and want to throw it on. But I, I, I'm gonna go properly rated, man. I, if you're super into them. I almost want to say that's overrated, but no, man, if you like what you like, that's, that's cool. I have one. I don't plan on getting, I might get one other just for like a bend, a different style, but they're cool. I think they're cool. Cool. Yeah. I remember we had talked about those and I was like, you can do what with the bowl? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's like a threaded bowl. It's really interesting. Yeah. All right. The next one is drugstore pipe tobacco blends. So I think this is just a general one and this is from, and he actually sent us an email. And I really appreciated him with the correction for his name, but it's Piedmonticus or uh, I probably still messed it up, but Piedmonticus. Did we get it that time, man? I don't know. I hope so. But he's awesome. Um, Sent us some cool, cool, cool email, maybe a topic. Um, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not a topic, but um, we'll we'll incorporate it. We'll get it. We'll 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 get it in. Keep you on your toes. But yeah. Um, yeah, drugstore tobacco, drugstore pipe tobacco blends. Excuse me. Okay. I- I'm going to say overrated and mm. I almost don't want to because it's like so expected to be said and I hate doing things that is expected. But the reason th- there's a place for them. There really is. And a lot of them are burly based and I do enjoy burly, but they're not good. Like they're not good tobacco like Mm. and that's not to that's not to shun on someone who appreciates them like everyone likes what they like the reason why man i I almost want to backtrack because you know pipe tobacco is pipe tobacco if you can find this in a drugstore which is very less common today um i guess i guess that's what i'm getting at in a time where it was common i would say probably properly rated like it has its place in in the walgreens and the the cvs's or whatever but now it's already hard to find so in order for me to go out of my way to order some of these drugs. We're talking Prince Albert, uh, Captain Black. Uh, there, there's, there's just a ton of, uh, they're, they're called the Codger blends. Um, but uh, if I'm going out of my way to get some of these blends, I'm going on a website that has real, real artisan put together tobacco blends, like a lot of bulk stuff from, from uh, smoking pipes, you know, all these small batch tobacco. There's just, there's just so many options. So for that reason, I, I'm going to go with overrated. Like I, I, I do enjoy Captain Black every now and then. It used to be like my, my sin, my little sin in the field. I was like, hey, what's a really yeah. cheap tobacco? It's in a pouch. Like I do like the pouch idea. If it comes in a pouch, you get mm-hmm. bonus points. That that I'm gonna go. Pouches are underrated. I think it's a, a nice little thing, a little little toast, a little cheers to the past. Uh, it's kind of cool, but. Yeah, like I'm not buying a damn big ass tin of, you know, 16 ounce, 18 ounce tin of a uh, <laughs> Albert Prince Albert tobacco. Like we, I was talking with uh, that guy from uh, the cargo hold where I got the Burley, and he said, he's like, what, what, what tobacco do you prefer? And I was like, hey, believe it or not, like it's Burley. And he's like, you know what? That is not surprising to me. And he says, a lot of guys your generation, some younger dudes, are really into Burley. And I was like, that is so surprising to me. And he's like, well, it's not to me. And the reason being is because. When we had Burley, when I was a kid, it was it was Prince Albert, the cheap drugstore stuff. It was not a 
super high quality stuff. And that's what we had. So people just didn't really like Burley. Now we have the real uh, cured Burley from, from these artisan makers and, and, and real true tobacconists that's, that's handmade and, you know, packed essentially. And, and that's why you guys like it. And I was like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So I don't know. Drug store tobacco is, again, there's a place for it for me. Yeah, overrated. Just, just, there's just too much out there to try. Kind of yeah. goes back into what we were saying at the beginning. True. All right. Last one from Chris R108. Fancy tampers. Fancy tampers. Fancy tampers. Spending two, a hundred to two hundred dollars on a tamper, overrated. Yeah. There there are so especially some of like the, the old Dunhill ones, those are more collectible now. Um, but and this is my opinion. So I'm not telling you to not do that. If you enjoy buying really expensive tampers, if you make really expensive tampers, Chris R, maybe you do. Maybe you make fancy tampers. If you send me one, I can then give you a more honest uh, uh, reaction. But I have, I have a that very sounds like nice a that sounds like a quid pro quo right there. It did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hey, maybe. I'll take one too if you're sending them out. <laughs> no, but I, I have a the best. The the closest or the closest thing to a fancy tamper, which is very fancy, and it's uh, it is it's absolutely one of my most underrated pieces that I recommend to every single human being is uh, um, on Instagram buttons for your britches, and that's uh, Larry Larry Blanket, I believe his name is, um, but Larry makes these really really awesome uh, pewter is it pewter? Yeah, he says is a pewter smith. That's right. Yeah, they're little pewter uh pipe tampers uh and and they are amazing they're they're very heavy very high quality as he like carves them i don't even know how you smith pewter but they're so you know, cool i'm it's, looking it's at amazing. like he's got i got a cat one he's he's got a sale right now on uh, some like american eagle ones and uh yeah what other ones yeah. are you seeing up there yeah i i'm looking at the american eagle one there was a easter bunny one which is awesome um what else? Yeah, Easter. There's a coffee thing. one. Oh yeah, with the um, that's sweet. It's kind of like an old old school mug, cup of Joe. Yeah, twenty twenty four bucks, twenty five bucks. So there's five bucks shipping and handling. Yeah, man, that's uh, that's pretty cool. Maybe I'll throw his IG in the uh, in the uh, what's it called the show Shame, yeah. Shamus the leprechaun. Yeah, and like they're That's very so well cool. done. Like, yeah, they um, are. yeah. Larry, Larry from Buttons for Your Bridges. So he it started. He used to do, uh, used to do buttons for old, uh, like Civil War, World War uh, kind of reenactment, reenactment uh, festivals. So he would do the the buttons for them, and it somehow turned into tamper. So it, it, the name stuck, and I believe he still does a little bit of both. But I was able to get my first piece from him. It's a cat, and it's amazing. And they're so cheap, like for for what you're getting. I thought they were going to be like a hundred, right. hundred twenty dollars, based on my knowledge of some of the other fancy ones. And they're like right. less than thirty bucks with shipping. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's the most expensive one I'm seeing right now is thirty dollars. Like which one's that one for? Oh, um, it looks like a teddy bear. Oh yeah, so it might just be a bigger piece or whatever. But yeah, really awesome. So for that. Super, super, super underrated. But if you're spending like, I don't know, I, I almost wanted to get into like a, a, a making a tamper kind of side hustle just for fun. 
maybe carving something, but I don't know. I have another really awesome tamper from a uh, um, Junebug Piper on uh, on Instagram as well, and he sent that to me. And and, and it, man, if you are if you're listening, I'm sure he is. Really awesome guy. Um, I still owe him kind of like a a more mm. f- more formal post, which I plan on doing. But uh, yeah, Junior, he's got a he's got a really really awesome uh, tamper kind of side hustle, but he doesn't charge anything crazy. It's like a nice little. Uh, he has like an expense casing with a nice, really nice carved briar um, extension, and it's it's just awesome. So they're they're Heck they're pipe tamper guys out there, which which are cheap, and I I wouldn't consider those fancy. They're inexpensive, um, and and I go with those guys. But if you're spending two three hundred dollars on something that's gold or I, I don't know, that's overrated to me. Cool. Well, as always, send your over under topics to us. Best way, I would say, is through the Discord. We have a specific channel that says content. You can post all your uh, over-under, sometimes proper um, topics in there. Or feel free to send us an email to show at getpipe.co or reach out to either of us on Instagram. And our final segment, closing of the day, is our newest one, which is... We've done it a couple times, but it's called Why Are You the Way That You Are? And this week we have This is brutal. Our, our first one for me. Yeah. For me. I made it to the big leaks. I got an Instagram uh for the show. I've I mean I've had Instagram for years, but for the show, GPP underscore producer guy is my my handle. And I made a reel. I was just smoking, just chilling with my yeah. cool hat. It was a great, like, great little video. Just him smoking a pipe, starts reading. And then I was, yeah, I was reading, and I did legitimately read the book. This is a good book. Um, but this dude just comments out of nowhere, doesn't follow me, must have just popped up on his reel thing or whatever. And he says, and, and I'm gonna leave this in. I'll leave the the curse in here just for the sake of it so if you're with your kids maybe plug their ears real quick headphones earphones earphones he said dumbest shit i have seen this morning (laughs) and that's it that's it leaves it as that leaves it at that and so he sent that to me and and i i was like wait what i was like i was like no way what like because because i post argument like i make arguments you know what i mean regarding pipe smoking but he i was like what did you post so i went back and watched it again i was like trying to see if he like maybe put the pipe upside down or like tried to like flex or something crazy and i was like this is literally just a guy smoking a pipe just chilling like a handsome guy smoking a pipe with a cool hat like nothing out of the ordinary here yeah (laughs) as i read it dumbest (laughs) shit that i have seen this morning what oh man yeah I really want to get into what we said, but I think it's mean. Uh, yeah, I okay. So I <laughs> there's like this high road of of uh, morality, right? To to always just a high road and, yeah. and never entertain the bully. And I'll be honest, I got I got pretty mean. <laughs> I don't yeah. like when people swing at me, especially my friends. So if you go find, we're not going to delete it, but go find it. It's a we were we had a little back and forth, but but he basically yeah. was calling Nick out for you know having like a personality surrounded by corn cob pipes. It's like, dude, this is like his second post. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And again, it's not like you're wearing a shirt that says, I love corn cob or only. Oh, no. So, and I was like, dude, what, what is wrong with you guy? Yeah. And then he tried coming at me 
because I, I said something probably mean and um probably and- definitely <laughs> <laughs> so i call his i call this guy's ass out and uh then he like goes onto my page and he's saying something or he, he read, oh yeah you can read his second response yeah, yeah, yeah. that's also yeah. why you're the way that you are yeah his 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 second response to adam was after after adam threw a punch um <laughs> which is hilarious he says at get piped Thinks they're handsome. Still wears high school ring because it's when he peaked. Dresses dapperly because thinks it's gentleman like. Gets piped. <laughs> I was like, bro, what? First just, of all, it's your college ring. Yeah, all of that <laughs> was just all of that was so 100 wrong. wrong. It's a college <laughs> ring, most prestigious military school, second only to West Point. Um, arguably, arguably, I would say it's more in my own personal opinion. But uh, again. Didn't nothing had to do anything with the post. I didn't talk about Norwich. I didn't say anything. It's just wearing my ring. I was at a wedding. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a phenomenal post. I did look dapper, which you said. You even said it in the comment. You look yeah. dapperly to imply that it is gentleman. Like it's either it's is it da- is it gentlemanly or is it not? I don't know. That's that's not for me to decide. But I don't know. And then you gotta go see. Own. You just gotta go see Adam's last comment. <laughs> that's the most brutal of them all. Maybe don't don't look at it if you get offended easily yeah yeah there's gosh. probably a trigger warning in there but um he did so, not respond so <laughs> yeah he did not respond but i will respond with why are you the way that you are absolutely that closes it up this is another long one um where can everyone find you on the social medias and stuff of course you can find me on youtube.com slash get piped uh that's the the premier source of content which is very stagnant as a, as we're working through just life but uh it, it is there and it is coming uh youtube.com slash get piped instagram is get underscore pipe you can also find nick at gpp underscore producer guy and uh yeah and then of course join our community discord we will be implementing a what's it it's like an audio channel or a video channel and, and essentially sure. we can have like a, a weekly or monthly uh, uh pipe pipe night with uh, whoever wants to join you can yeah. you can do the video you can just listen in you don't have to actually show yourself or whatever um it'll sure. be a kind of like a pg thing nothing crazy just that smoke pipes talking about whatever uh, so that that will be coming very very soon um yeah those are the big pieces those are the places you want to find us Awesome. And uh, remember to email us, email us any of your pipe dreams, pipe nightmares, anecdotal matters, one smoke ring to rule them all topics, smoke lore subjects, or any other topic you want to hear us cover on the podcast. And uh, even if there's folks you want us maybe to have a conversation with, um, because, you know, we're, we're looking to talk to folks. I think we got some hopefully good ones in store. Yeah, some cool stuff coming. Yeah, we got on our, our what's it uh, down the rabbit bowl our, our interview yes. series essentially yes and 
again, it's not really an interview per se. It is, yeah. it isn't, but it's, it is for the purpose of branding, pushing it out. Like this is yeah. an interview, but it's just a conversation for sure. And, uh, and with that, don't forget to leave us a rating and a review on any and all of your podcast apps. It helps us a lot. Um, just to kind of know where we are, what we're, what we're doing, what's, what's going wrong, um, and what's going right. And, uh, we just like those, you know, little dopamine hits of seeing a five-star review. So yeah, really, really appreciate those. Thank you guys. And remember, share the podcast with anyone and everyone, you know, new, old, young, middle, middle, aged, whatever. Um, we hope that in some way the content can, can help them out, but we like to end the podcast with some words of wisdom from, from Mr. Adam. Can you enlighten us? Uh, yes, of course. So today we'll talk, uh, just real quick, real, real quick on, on consistency, forming habits, uh, and just getting better. Uh, so when it comes to, we'll extrapolate this out, but when we, when we talk about pipe smoking, you always want to just, you want to find that rhythm, find your own rhythm, find a time daily, weekly, bi-weekly, whatever it is to smoke that pipe, try new tobaccos and get in the habit of just trying to, to understand what you're smoking, you know, under, understand the tobacco, all the small nuances, think about the flavors, read the profile, uh, you know, the buzzwords, think those through while you're smoking them, you know, try really try to enjoy that. And then, you know, make that a staple. Make that make that pipe smoking piece, whatever day or time, night. Maybe it's in the middle of the night when uh, you're alone. Maybe it's with uh, the company of good friends. But but make that a, a piece that you you hold on to. And 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 as we push that out, that 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 kind of moves into our just like overall life. Build these build positive habits. You know, we were talking about the fitness aspect in, in last episode, and you know, just it all starts with just literally just going for a walk. You know, whether you grab the pipe or not is is irrelevant. But just you know, just be active. You know, stay, stay positive, stay, stay, stick to those habits that you, you've, you've developed. And, uh, yeah, just, just look forward to tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like tomorrow's coming Heck yeah. for me that that pipe's coming in the morning. I can't wait. Hopefully, Gar- hopefully tomorrow's coming. You know what I mean? Like I, I think about that and I don't mean to interrupt your wisdom, but no, like, no, that, that's with wisdomical as well. Yeah. That's not a word, but we'll go. With it, it is. Look it up. Just not right now. Yeah. On, on air. <laughs> uh guys nick it has been an absolute blast i appreciate it and uh yeah you have all just been piped audibly and until the next time we are out see you next week love you